0: Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in The Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a guy who's, oh, holy light, the thing was
1: something,
0: something, Gary Butterfield.
1: Hey, the thing is something, something. I like to think so. A little something, something is something I, I said for a little while. Like, yeah oh, what happened little something i just i just went away
0: <laughs> yeah. that's how words <laughs> He work, switched, you know? over
1: switched over to lanyap i just sort of i still bring up lanyap though uh every once in a while, i'll drop that into just everyday conversation
0: yeah i feel like a lot of like it's the same way that anyone i'm talking to who thinks i'm funny uh but has never read akewood and if they ever read akewood they'll find out that i'm just saying akewood things yeah. yeah that's like speaking real
1: night It's, yeah, exactly. Or, like, uh, Cole Ross and you look nice today.
0: Yeah, shit. Yeah, there's a lot of you look nice today in my vocabulary too. Yeah.
1: And I just, I never know it. Every once in a while, like, uh, we, we, me and him have largely got past us in our decade of working together.
0: Yeah, this is the airing of (laughs) Cole.
1: I just, I don't know (laughs) how it happened. I'm not mad at him or anything. Um, but
0: the, uh, (laughs) he, uh,
1: uh, early on, like maybe like year two or so, he would say something that I would think was really funny and then, like, later find out <laughs> it was a, you look nice today thing. And then eventually he started disclaiming and then, like, you know, everything was fine. Or just be like, oh, that's not mine. Like, we both started being like, oh, that's not mine. When, yeah. When we were just taking something.
0: You were like, God, it's so funny when he has John Hodgman say awkward cake.
1: Yeah. That was one of the big ones. You know? Ah. Ah. Is there a person who's, like face fits their career path more than John Hodgman. Um, like he's got an odd shape of face and skull. And I just think I can't imagine him doing anything other than like the general raconteuritude that John Hodgman does.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's right on like, uh, you know, he's written books about how weird his life and career has been. Like literally, uh, he went on the daily show to promote his book and was funny enough that he became briefly an international star.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's got a, he's got an interesting career. He's got a real semi-charmed kind of life.
0: Baby. Baby. But also baby. a lot of sad things. I've read all his books. They, they, yeah. they're kind of somber. Yeah. Somber comedy. Yeah. Uh, there's oh. a whole section in his latest one about how he considers Paul F. Tompkins and his wife like his adopted parents. Aww. Oh. It's sweet.
1: That's very sweet. There's, uh, all of our greatest comedians are extremely sad. You can trust somebody who's funny, who's happy. What about sense.
0: that Pete Davidson? He seems like he's got it together.
1: <laughs> he definitely doesn't. <laughs> what do you mean, Gary? He's, what do what I mean? He missed? seems like he looks like like a, a Muppet conception of a junkie. <laughs> 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 like, he's
0: like if if they, they pulled him off the Avenue Q pile.
1: Yeah, if they, if, they, if they were trying to make a new Muppet that was a junkie, it would look exactly like Pete Davidson.
0: Uh, if like, Pete Davidson has died in the two weeks between us recording this and releasing this, we Especially
1: of an overdose. <laughs> uh, especially. Then I'm sorry. Uh, we're recording this uh, the 15th of June, Pocket's birthday. And as <laughs> far as I know, our Pete time Davidson time account spanking. is one out of one.
0: Oh, just if something terrible happens at a King of Staten Island. God, what if Pete Davidson <laughs> got 9 11 Because his dad died on
1: 9-11. I'm just trying to think of a plane crashing into Pete Davidson. <laughs> is how I'm imagining that, like him having lunch, and just like, oh shit, and then just, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I got that image going. Yeah,
0: no, we've uh, we're doing due diligence here.
1: I don't like that guy that much.
0: Oh, I don't. I, I uh, no, I, I don't think he's. Uh, I, I think I, he can be funny, no. but like anytime you watch an SNL sketch in, like he fucking he does his damnedest to ruin diner lobster.
1: Yeah, that, that's how I feel. Is he, I feel like there's not enough like anonymous energy to him. To, to like, do a sketch and not just be, like, the weird center of it in a way that doesn't actually work. And it's funny because, like, last week when we recorded, we talked about uh You Like a DeJuice. Mm-hmm. You don't remember? Um I watched that sketch again. And Adam Sandler's in it, who was obviously the big breakout of the time. But he also doesn't, like, immediately jump into the middle of the screen and be like, I like a DeJuice. Look at my weird eyes.
0: Yeah, Adam you know, Sandler, and- like, back in the day, was willing to be just, like, the weird background character of a sketch. Yeah.
1: Yeah, whereas I feel like Pete Davidson doesn't really have that, you know?
0: I mean, I think it comes from being a stand-up before he was a, a sketch guy.
1: Yeah, that could definitely be.
0: Like, he's all persona. Anyway, the, King of Staten the Island, not of, in theaters.
1: Yeah, the opposite of the Mark McKinney problem on Saturday Night Live.
0: Ah, uh, Mark McKinney. Yeah,
1: he tried. Um, we're talking about Holy Light. Uh, worst uh, kid
0: goes on worst sketch show. <laughs> the,
1: the, the, uh, everyone who has seen his stuff that's after... Uh, his SNL run says he's actually incredibly good in that stuff, but I haven't watched like Superstore or whatever. I'm not going to so watch
0: Superstore, Gary. Even yeah. the, Gary, that's, that's. Even
1: I'm not going to watch it Take... and I watch anything. <laughs> I
0: know. I've, I've... Yeah. Basically.
1: Yeah. yeah. Real quick. Um, the kids in the hall. Oh, uh, my number one's Bruce McCullough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am probably, uh, Dave Foley, Kevin McDonald, um, and then, uh, uh, the other guy. Scott. Buddy Cole. Scott. And then, uh, Mark McKinney.
0: That is also my ranking.
1: Well, I thought maybe you'd have Kevin McDonald higher, but.
0: I like Kevin McDonald a lot, but he's definitely a, uh, he's the Eric Idol there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Bruce, I, I love Bruce McCullough. Uh, I consider him to be the, I don't know if this is textually true. I think it is, but the one who's responsible for all of the, like, what if we made a really uncomfortable, not that funny short film? Yeah. Uh, Stuff which I love in Kids in the Hall. So,
0: Director of Stealing Harvard, Bruce McCullough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A storied Hollywood career uh, along with the wrong guys, Dave Foley. Um, Yeah. Oh, boy. Holy Light. This is good. Could be better. It could be better. I generally think it's pretty good. Could be better. Could be better. I generally think it's pretty good.
0: But it could be better.
1: Pretty good. But I generally think it could be better.
0: But it's pretty good.
1: Mm, could be better, but generally pretty good.
0: But now that I think about it, could be better.
1: Could be better. Generally, but pretty good. Could be better. Pretty good.
0: Better. Good. Better. Good. Better. Good. Better. good. Better. good. good. What's up?
1: I can't do the voice. I, no, the
0: voice Gary, so I wasn't <laughs> Gary, no, I wasn't asking you to do the voice. We <laughs> <laughs> still got five episodes to record. Uh,
1: um this gives you a chance of creating a crack the sky laser when you hit an enemy. Uh which does four times your damage and can hit multiple enemies.
0: Yeah. Uh it's it's okay.
1: Yeah. Uh you get a fifty percent chance of doing it at nine luck. Which, which is nine pretty... luck is achievable, yeah. you know, but and getting cl- you know. Five luck or whatever is, is pretty easy peasy. Um, and I find the, the thing that this does for me is hit multiple enemies. So I find when I use this, uh, it is good because I will shoot into a cluster of enemies and when it fires, it kills all of them at once, basically.
0: I feel like it misses a lot.
1: Are you sure you're not thinking of just normal crack this guy, which Maybe. misses lot? No, no of the I'm time. saying
0: like, I feel like the beam often like generates like slightly off from the enemy.
1: Hmm. I'm having pretty good luck with that. I don't know. I'm,
0: I'm probably misremembering, Gary. I'm not smart.
1: What that is, I think it's separate, separate than smart. Okay. Like memory?
0: I was just kind of confessing. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, we know. Um. It is the, certainly better uh, than Crack the Sky. Yeah, yeah, way better than Crack the Sky. Like most of the items, if you put them in a tier form, they're better than like something like that does it once.
0: Well, yeah, cause you can do the tier thing as many times as you want and it's free. Yeah,
1: yeah crying is free.
0: Uh, it makes Isaac's eyes look real cool.
1: Yeah, he gets yeah. those glowing yeah.
0: blue or a uh, cyan oh, S- eyes.
1: S- scary cyan eyes. Yeah, like a uh, like the most tearful and heartfelt character in Final Fantasy VI. Uh, Interceptor, huh? Interceptor. <laughs> Interceptor's not that sad. Interceptor Inter- had a good time.
0: It, no, Billy. Interceptor has to watch his, his his you know his master die.
1: If you let his master die,
0: no, his master always dies.
1: Isn't there, like, a scene that can show where he survives?
0: No, Shadow dies at the end of Final Fantasy VI.
1: Maybe I'm misremembering. Even if you
0: you save him, he stays behind in the tower to die.
1: Oh, yeah. The other sad thing that can happen is that you you can do that thing where you accidentally uh, swap Interceptor with that status swap spell and give Interceptor to an enemy and then leave. And it's like, now that's your owner, (laughs) which is a really fucked up thing that can happen to Interceptor.
0: I did not know that could happen. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. You're Ultras's doggy now.
1: Yeah, 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 you're a dog that belongs to an octopus. Enjoy the sea. Um, yeah. <laughs> Welcome
0: to your Octo Dad prequel.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Ultras would be a horrible father. Gary, like, good I don't uncle, disagree. Though. He'd be a really good uncle though, because he's you know <laughs> <laughs> <What's> <laughs> youcha, <that>? seafood soup. <laughs> Gary, you that know, voice, he'd...
0: that voice is dangerously close. Sorry,
1: sorry. We don't know how Ultron speaks. I'm sure he speaks in like a Dissidia or some bullshit, but I've never seen it.
0: Oh, hello. I'm the octopus. Hello. Hello. Got eight arms to hold
1: you. Hello. Oh, here's my friend
0: Typhoon. He's going to do a... (laughs) What am I? Gary, for the love of fucking God, you've got (laughs) to get away from this powerful New Yorker energy.
1: I just, all I care about is, I ate so much pizza in the last couple of days. I got all New Yorked up. (laughs) It's just you're desperate to
0: prove that you are the king of Staten Island.
1: I am the casual king of Staten Island. I've got more Staten Island in my whole body than Pete Davidson has in his weird left eye. His beady, buggy, little junkie eye.
0: <laughs> uh The He's views expressed by Gary Butterfield oh, on this show yeah. are not uh yeah. reflective of the views of G.O. Media or any yeah. of its uh, owned employees.
1: I also knew that he had something to do with drugs, but I didn't know if he was specifically a junkie. So now I feel kind of bad. I just think he I, – I, I would say the same thing about Jim Brewer. Anybody who has eyes like that gets – Gets the the junkie Muppet treatment for me. Okay.
0: Anyone who played Goat Boy.
1: What man? should
0: bring back Goat Boy.
1: I would not be surprised.
0: I would be thrilled.
1: Yeah, finally, Goat Boy's back. Guess who's back? Goat Boy's back. Phone a friend. Oh, and I feel bad about calling Pete Davidson a junkie. Yeah, he's you said a it a with. bunch
0: of times. I
1: did. Well, when I said he was a Muppet junkie, I was just thinking of Janice, uh-huh. the, the canonical Muppet junkie.
0: Not canonical. I don't think it's canonical that Janice has has a. Don't be powerful. naive about Doctor
1: Teeth's fan Okay, with but the,
0: he, that's um, but that's an implied. That's implied. It is not implication. Is not canonical, Gary.
1: We can discuss that another time. I want to continue to feel bad about
0: <laughs> well, fuck you too, good sir. Be
1: insensitive about actual drug users, which thing I have a lot of sympathy for. I just don't like Pete Davidson, so yeah, I'm sorry, I was a monster, and I let that out.
0: Is it because you wish that you could have had kisses with Ariana Grande?
1: No, I don't even know who that is, uh, but really? I, I do wish do you
0: actually um, not know who Ariana Grande is? I
1: could not point her out of a lineup. I know the name, okay. um, yeah. I just, uh, well, it's actually because I wanted Judd Apatow to make a, uh, man-child movie about me. You know? Okay, Gary, hiding.
0: uh, uh, we are going to talk about that next episode. Okay. You are going to pitch but, me your, we, we are going to workshop Judd your Judd Apatow movie.
1: That'll be fun. Uh, look forward to it, kids.
0: We might forget it.
1: Pete right. Davidson, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, if uh, you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash And you can also leave us a rating review like,
0: Oh, I was going to ask if you wanted to apologize to Pete Davidson's dead nine eleven
1: father. No.
0: Okay. Well, hold it's on. Like, I didn't say anything about his father. Eh, I mean, you know, by association.
1: All right. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to apologize to his aunts and uncles and shit now.
0: I would love that, actually, Gary. Uh, I, you leave I apologize like just to the one. aunts. What, buddy?
1: I just apologize to the aunts. That's beautiful. The uncles can go fuck themselves. I imagine they're at least somewhat responsible for his bad sense of humor.
0: You can leave a review like this one, uh, which was left on the Podcast Addict uh, app by Bookcase. Oh, podcast
1: Addict can make fun of addiction, but I can't, huh?
0: Gary, it's a, it's a great point that you're making and definitely more. Let's review. Let's review
1: the app. <laughs> uh,
0: I have to give it five stars because I am following the rules. Gary. Pocket, okay. my dude. Stop eating my microphone. Will. Huh, Gary. Have you thought about training your cat like a dog? Gary. Joke that references 90s grunge band. Will. Chortles and segues into a joke about 80s pop culture. Gary. Desperately tries to escape this trap by getting back on topic for the episode. And that was a five-star review from Bookcase00.
1: Not inaccurate. Not inaccurate. I would say you do more 90s than 80s stuff.
0: Uh, I would say so. You know, I try to stay away from anything that can cause me to get parallels drawn between me and John Hughes
1: yeah you don't want that I really don't no um would you like do you like the name John more than you like the name will?
0: I don't no. I like my name
1: no, you just don't I thought you didn't like how soft it was, and I don't. You don't like people
0: all right, you convinced me, Gary <laughs> it was a fast okay. turn, but you convinced me.
1: you just immediately made me so fucking tired. <laughs> 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 I was doing pretty good, and like all of a sudden, all the rush just left my body. Good uh, night. Good night.